0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the I Genuinely podcast. If you're new here, I'm Megan. I'm the host of this podcast. I hope you all are doing well and that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, whether you spent it with family or had friends giving. I hope it was just all around good and positive emotions all around. (laughs) And um, I know for Alex and I, we did Thanksgiving a little bit different this year. This is our first year as a married couple, like Thanksgiving um, like an officially not like engaged fiance, whatever. So we kind of did it a little different last year. Holidays are always interesting when you're married. Cause it's like, how do you divide it? Or is one side of the family a little more chill with the actual days, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. So last year, how we did Thanksgiving was we did Thanksgiving day with my parents and we did the Friday after with his parents and this year. And then also let me clarify Um, For Christmas, we do then Christmas Day with his parents and then Christmas Eve with my parents. So, like, we kind of alternate the days. This year, we did Thanksgiving with both sides of the family in one day. So, it was a lot of food. We did the morning half with his family. So, we did, like, a brunch and then we did dinner with my family. And it was, like I said, a lot of food. And honestly, we're still eating leftovers. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) My dad makes turkey soup after... Um, with like all of the leftover turkey. We also have our own, you know, already pre-made plates with stuffing and I call it stuffing, but there's a huge debate between stuffing and calling it dressing in the turkey, out the turkey. I don't know. Mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, all of that, you know, I've been eating that little setup all week and that's okay. You save on groceries like that. Um, but anyways, I hope you guys had, like I said, a wonderful Thanksgiving. I haven't had a podcast up in I think like a month and that's okay. I warned you guys in the last podcast that sometimes there are just weeks where I just don't have the time and I don't want to put a lot of pressure on myself on this podcast because I don't want to make it like a chore. Like I don't want to lose that passion if I'm just throwing up content that I'm not passionate or confident about. But um, so really pretty much a lot has happened obviously in a month. I can't even remember what my last life update was, but I've started physical therapy and that's going, okay, I've been going, this is, I went yesterday and then I'm going tomorrow. So it's like two times a week and then we're going to establish how much more I need to go, which it looks like I'm going to have to do more. Um, because we found out my ankle is, there's no bones broken. It's like a nerve problem. So it's, it's interesting. Um, so we're going through that. Uh, and it, it's definitely just frustrating because it's all because of I tripped over the garage ledge like a month ago and it's just causing all of this work. And it's all these like little mistakes that just like ugh, it causes these consequences. For instance, my voice might sound a little nasally because about 30 minutes ago, I just got pulled over by a cop and received my first ticket. I'm calmer now. I was kind of a mess. And literally everyone, my parents, my friends were like, Megan, it's literally, it it happens. People, what happened was I was coming in my neighborhood and I quote unquote blew through the stop sign, which I slowed down. I didn't make a complete stop because I saw this guy who was distracting and like, you know, I'm on guard because my husband's like not really in town right now. So I'm just like, okay, I need to be on guard. Um, and so that's why, but when the officer pulled me over, he showed absolute no mercy. I wasn't e- not even going to explain my story because he was like, I've been here all night writing tickets left to right. Like he was just over it. Like I don't need it. He, he was not up to hear any excuse in the book. So again, just like one of those things that are just like, I could have helped. Like all I had to do was stop and it's, it, it happens and you just got to learn how to roll with it. Um, we also came back from disney world we went for about uh, five days um originally we were supposed to have our big trip back before like in september but that got shut down because of hurricane ian so we did our big trip this trip so we didn't get to do the mickey's not so scary halloweens but we did the christmas party which is still fun um but if i think i've mentioned this before on my disney episode but i definitely prefer the mickey's not so scary but anyway, so a lot has happened, good and bad. Um, this week, at, we'll quickly finish up this life update, which was really what sparked me to make this life or this whole episode about just puppy life because I've been open about it before. I mean, obviously, from even when I lost my dog, I posted a podcast episode and then I posted an episode called We Got a Puppy. And that episode is really just that was like, I need to listen to it. Cause I'm just genuinely curious because I was in a much different place when I recorded that. Like, th- and if you, if and I learned a phrase called the puppy blues and you can definitely hear it in that episode. And I didn't know the term at the time, but it's basically, it's very normal to be in this like kind of depressive, you know, rethinking everything state of, Dang, I maybe shouldn't have gotten a puppy. Like that's completely normal, um, and that's something I'm very passionate about because it does it. I, anyways, we'll get into this. It does get better, um, but and I also shared on the podcast Instagram account that I was looking up statistics for this episode because basically I saw this Facebook post that's been going around that's like, hey, if you you know this is the time where people ask for puppies for Christmas, just make sure you remember it's a commitment, and so. I, that, that has appeared on my timeline so many times and I actually really, I need to find it again so I can share it actually this time because it, like, again, I'm very passionate about this subject because it really is a commitment and I just want this episode to just give like a full reality of how it is and not to like scare anyone. That's not what I want to do because I'm going to also go into like the amazing, awesome, incredible benefits also there is to having a dog. Um, So I'm just giving just like a very transparent perspective of what you should expect if you're getting a dog, if you think you want a dog, like what you're getting into. Um but basically and you know what I'm just going to start the points because my story that I'm trying to tell will wrap in. We'll start with the cons so that we end with the positives and on a strong happy note. So the first one that I have and I have been extremely vocal about because I for me personally I just don't I I'm very money transparent. I just think it's you know it's it's so hush hush and it's just like I, I don't think it's a problem for this generation to be a little more transparent. Like it doesn't have to be hush hush. Um, like we can talk about, Hey, like you spent that much on grooming. Like actually I have one that could be cheaper. Like we could be helping each other out anyways. Um, it's expensive to own a dog. And I did not realize I like, I knew obviously it costs money To that you get a dog you have to buy food and a bed and all that stuff and like sure yeah vaccines but sure like it's just like a generalized yeah it costs money okay when I tell you I don't even I've been debating if I want to give an exact number on this episode because and not be and that's not being hypocritical of me saying like you know I want to be money transparent or whatever. It's more of like, do I give ballpark numbers or do I give you like the full thing? Um, I might give ballpark numbers and you can do the math and calculate it at the end of how much total we've spent because that's the part I'm struggling with is like, do I want to share the total? But let me give you perspective, okay? First, you really need to consider if you want to buy from a breeder or adopt. Depending on your financial situation, I would recommend adopting. We went with a breeder because we've always, I've, I've always wanted a golden retriever and Alex has always loved golden retrievers. There's a really famous golden retriever on Instagram called Tucker Budson. He's adorable. And like we both, that has been our thing for the past two years is we always watch his videos. We think he's the cutest dog. So we both were on the same page about wanting a golden retriever. Do you ever find golden retrievers at the shelter? No. So there are definitely pros and cons though, because if you buy at a shelter, usually they're neutered or spayed. They have all their vaccines. They're they're usually honestly like older dogs. I feel like depending most of them, I feel like don't really need to be trained. So you're saving a ton because neutering, depending on the size of the dog, can range from like a hundred dollars all the way to. I mean, our dog is eighty pounds, and our estimate was. We got a different couple estimates, which that is another recommendation is to like, you don't have to be locked in at your vet, like definitely do research because we got a price range that was from like $250 and then one that was $500 to neuter him for being 80 pounds. Um, And then we decided not to do that because he's not fully developed yet and we want to wait at least a year. So there's that um vaccine costs if you do choose to go with a breeder there are several rounds of vaccines that they need um and you have and it takes a lot of time which we'll get into because like you got to take your dog to the vet to get these vaccines and it's literally these appointments are like every two weeks for like eight weeks i think um each round of vaccine there's like parvo distemper rabies is the last one and each i would say an estimate each round of those vaccines were about a $200 bill. Um, and then that's not even a calculating for like when you have to buy those special medicines that are ongoing, such as the heart guard and the fleas and ticks and all like that for a six month pack, I think it's like a hundred dollars. So that's something you got to think about. And then especially boarding, um, Alex and I just came back from our Disney trip and we were going to have someone stay with us, but, or like stay with the dog here at our house. But then he was, he just all of a sudden was like starting to break out of his crate. So then we're like, okay, it's just easier to get him contained where someone, you know, can actually have him contained and like be around him all the time. And that our bill for that for five days was $330. So it's not like you can just pick up your things on vacation now and, just go like you have to consider boarding you know if you're trying to go to a trip during vacation during christmas time it's going to be more expensive because everyone else is thinking that and so it's definitely just an additional cost that you have to put in perspective and then there's you know obviously you're gonna there's always TikToks that are like, every time you go to a grocery store, you have to buy something for your dog. Granted, you don't have to, but it is a natural instinct. You just want to, oh, this is, this ball is only $2. Yeah, I'll throw that in. Like it makes him happy, whatever. And then pet supplies. Like um, we had to buy a brush and they have, especially golden retrievers, they suffer with like a lot of ear damage. So you have to buy special medicine for that um, ear infection, not ear damage. Um, And just like, then there's grooming, which, and like, let me clarify this, Dep- this also depends on the kind of dog. Obviously, the bigger the dog, the more doggy is. So like grooming costed us $89 recently, which I think if you have a smaller dog, depending on the dog, um, it could be cheaper. Um, so, but grooming though, you have to keep in perspective like we won't have to do that. I don't think for at least like another four months. It's really like when his toes get all grinchy because golden retrievers, they only need to get cut like on their paws, their little butt. And that's pretty much it. Like they don't need face cutting like um, Malteses or something like that um, or golden doodles that need like an all around cut um, because, you know, the hair can get crazy. Um, And the last thing is obviously you have to calculate for emergencies because emergencies happen especially when they're a puppy. Alex and I have been to the emergency room with our dog about two times and it's funny it's like a running joke that the first time it was an emergency and it was all to find out that he was just stressed. And then this weekend on Sunday, I had to spend two and a half hours at the emergency room to find out that my dog is nauseous. And now he's on like five medications right now, which, you know, like, and also I would highly recommend getting pet insurance. Start as early as you can because it obviously gets more expensive as you get older or as the dog gets older um, because there can be, you know, when they're a puppy, they can catch conditions before it's like you know pre-existing conditions and all that. Um so we definitely invested in pet insurance. I know not everyone chooses to do that, but that was just something that we felt was the best decision because he is a bigger dog. He grabs especially with a puppy right now, he puts everything in his mouth and we just we love the dog, but he's been costing us re- i'm i'm not even kidding you guys because i looked at the budgets to con- or like the numbers before i recorded this to make sure all my facts were straight we've spent five hundred dollars on him each month um which is like each month and we bought him in april so it is i'm not kidding you when i say it is expensive it's like a car payment and so when you just put think about that perspective, um, and granted, some of that cost is like the boarding was 300 and mainly that cost is um, the vaccine, so I don't think that'll be an ongoing cost going forward, but that's just giving perspective of like the puppy initial phase of what our numbers are looking like right now. Um, but in going back to the emergency rooms, like I'm very thankful that it wasn't anything worse, but it just is like you, emergency rooms happen um, when they just vomit and just little stuff like that but it can cost like $200 for a vet so you just we want to make it manageable like if we pay $37 a month for pet insurance that can save us that difference you know the next one is there's a lot of damages that happen in our house obviously with a living animal in it so our walls are chewed up our we've had to throw out like three rugs now um our drywall he bit he i'm trying to think of there's obviously more that i'm just blanking out on but basically like you have to my personality i have a really hard time with it because i mean i've had to learn how to just roll with it and just be like look he's a dog it's gonna happen um but for someone who is very much like a oh i lo- i want my environment clean and like really perfect and just a clean space just makes me in a better mood and so when that happens, it really crushes me. And I think this is just my personality thing of just like it drives me nuts because I'm like, I just want him to stop chewing things. But you that just comes with puppy life. And I think it might affect other people more. Um, like I know someone who just got a golden doodle puppy recently and they have been causing damage and it's, they hate how much damage has caused to their house that they're like already listing it for sale again. So it's just like putting in perspective, are you okay with that? Are you okay with like the damages that can happen and like having to fix those damages? Luckily, like for us, we just have to, I think, slap some paint over it. It looks like just the paint has chipped off. Um, but you just, that's something to think about. I didn't even include this in the notes, but kind of maybe going with damage is shedding. Shedding, I think it also just goes hand in hand of like picking which dog works best for you because, you know, obviously if you get a Maltese, I'm just going to keep using a Maltese because I'm very well knowledgeable about Malteses because I've grown up with them. They don't shed like ever. So, and they're small and they're manageable. A golden retriever is big they shed a ton i broom the floor i can't, i'm not lying when i tell you this i broom the floor at least every other every three days and it's you would think that i after every end like the ending bunch of hair you would think i haven't broomed in a month it's that bad um so that's something to put into perspective especially like If you have relatives or someone who is really allergic to dogs, um, I did not even think about this, but my brother, he's pretty allergic to dogs. Um, he can be around them for like a little bit, but sometimes it's just too much. And we found that out by like, he came over to our house. To like see it for the first time, and literally as soon as he walked in the door, there was so much dog hair like just in the air and like in the room. Like even after I sweep, whatever, it's obviously everywhere. Um, he was just sneezing and he looked horrible. Like it was, it just is something he had to leave within like ten minutes because he was dying <laughs> pretty much. Um, so that's something to keep in perspective. Is it definitely can affect bigger than just your family. Um, and the next one I think is the one that I probably have talked about the most in my other episode when I said that we got a puppy is time. It takes up a lot of time. Um, and I think you really have to learn if it, it it honestly is a life change and that's what I've been telling people is you, you have another life you have to think about and consider, um because kind of going again of like booking trips, whatever, you have to think, yeah, the money, but also time of, you know, if you want to privately board him, there's the Rover app where you can hire someone. Um, or even specifically, I think what's more applicable for Alex and I's live is when we could want to go out on the weekend, right now our max is like 6 hours that we can be out and then we're like okay we have to go home and let the dog out. Um this week has been very hard for me because I I have a lot of work to do. There's a lot there's something every day after work whether it's physical therapy, I need a grocery shop and I'm like I I literally need to leave to get the dog out of to let him go to the bathroom. Like it's just it takes a lot of time and effort like tomorrow I have to go into the office and I have to leave during my lunch to drive 30 minutes to let him out. It takes 30 minutes to get home and then I have to drive 30 minutes back to the office. So I literally have to do that. Um, And granted, you could hire like a dog walker to come in and take your dog out during a certain time. But again, you have to think about that cost money. Uh, So there's just a lot of factors and just realizing like, Your time is going to change because, like I said, you got to care for something. You have to wake up earlier to walk the dog if you have a big dog. You have to, um, and granted, maybe it's like, this is very, these are all obvious to people, but, and I think maybe Alex and I need to learn how to adjust. He needs to learn how to, like, get in the mindset of he needs to adjust to our life more than we're adjusting to his life because, honestly at this point he's still in his crate and so he is in his crate at like 9 30 so we feel like we have to be up here and like if I'm thirsty I will not go downstairs because I'm gonna wake him up or whatever so I think we need to get out of that a little bit but um yeah so those those I would say are the cons that I have for the last 10 minutes I'll save for the positive things obviously the number one and these are going to sound cheesy but like I actually genuinely mean it is coming home is one of my favorite things to do after especially after like a long day just seeing your dog and something being so excited to see you it makes you feel so good like how could you not feel good about that like he especially when we come down in the morning and we wake him up and let him out of his crate we've taught him because he used to like buy our sweater just because he's like oh my gosh I'm so excited I need to put something in my mouth that now we like he automatically grabs a squeak like a tiny squeaky toy and puts it in his mouth because he just doesn't know what to do with himself like he has to have something in his mouth to control the excitement and I just think it's adorable like I just it's so cute um and then I would also say that in all seriousness, I smile and laugh way more every day than before. Obviously, there are happy moments every day, but in the sense of like, Cooper does, he is such a derp. Like he cracks me up all the time. He is just so chill. No, no worries in the world. And it just like almost inspires me like when I'm crying over my speeding quote-unquote speeding ticket um and just watching my dog just be like his tongue hanging out the side it's just like how could you not laugh like it just and I there's so many statistics where it's like when you smile and laugh more it's just it's healthier um so that's one of them the next one I have is that it's just fun getting to know your dog's personality obviously it's not the same as having a kid which I'm sure it's a even better feelings because like you and your loved one have this child that like has both your personalities. But you know, having a dog, it's like you find it, it is like your son <laughs> and it's or daughter. Um and it's getting to learn their personalities. Like Cooper is terrified of tiny dogs. Um we went to the dog park today and he is like, what is this tiny little rodent thing? And it just cracks me up. And he also really loves like um when we're on a walk if any branches in the way he just chomps it and so it's just funny and fun getting to learn about your dog um and honestly we talk about him all the time we're those people that if our friends have kids we'll be like oh yeah our dog and it's not the same but it's it really is it's getting to learn their personality the next one is we're working on this one he is kind of a cuddle bug and it's I personally the reason why I do love having a big dog is because I can cuddle him and it's literally like just another when Alex is not around I just having that big just body to just hug on him and he's super chill. Sometimes he's not much of a hugger right now when he's super tired he cuddles with me and it's just the sweetest thing and it just makes me melt. Um and the next one is kind of like obviously he keeps me energized because I used to be really active in high school like working out and stuff and then after I got married I kind of was like you know lightly working out a little but when you have a dog with a big dog we walk him every day for like 20 minutes which is definitely exercise so he keeps me active um we'll take him to the dog park we throw ball arounds and so it just you definitely are more active like I don't i <laughs> If I didn't have Cooper, I don't know how active I would be, honestly. Um, and I saw this one TikTok that was like, When you can't have a hot girl walk because your dog has to sniff and stop every 10 seconds. So maybe I would be going on those individual walks, but they would be done in like 10 minutes rather than 20 minutes and only going like 10 feet. <laughs> um and the last one that I have on my list is it's just fun. Okay. Like cheesy but it's so much fun Alex and I just (laughs) we and it's also creating memories like Alex and I on Saturday he was supposed to be packing to leave and we brought the dog upstairs which we haven't fully let him just live upstairs we kind of just let him go up after he's immediately peed um so that we know he won't make an accident up here um but we'll call him and he'll run to each of us like when we're on opposite sides of the house and he just runs 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 and he loves it he loves drinking water out of the bathtub and he just it's so much fun uh to just have us as our little family and making memories and stuff so i want to encourage that even though i at what i mentioned in the beginning those are really big like what's the word I'm looking for? Those are really big factors of like time, money, energy, all like your space is being affected. And all of that sounds a lot like really heavy, but honestly, the outcome, if this sounds appealing to you, of like how much fun it is and the memories and getting to just have another being that's so excited to see you, if that outweighs it, it's perfectly, I think, it's like the mindset that you need to get into is that definitely outweighs all of the cons. Um, so, yeah, I hope this episode was helpful. and I know, I really genuinely mean that uh, I want to give all raw perspectives of what it's like owning a puppy, especially. And I want to do another episode, probably just specifically on Puppy Blues. Um, And just kind of give light on that because it does get better and I can be specific on how it gets better. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. One update that I have for you guys is that my Instagram handle did change. This might be a little confusing if you listen to my older episodes because it used to be Megan dot c dot herring. Now it is Megan X Callista. And Callista is C A L I S T A. That's my middle name. I just decided to change it because it I felt like it flowed better than like Megan.c.herring. Um, I don't know. That's my perspective. <laughs> but you guys can give me a follow on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there if you want to see more outside of the podcast and what's going on in my personal life. And you can also give us a follow on our podcast instagram which is i.genuinely.podcast that might change soon too though um but it's not right now and i don't forget i post every tuesday kind of maybe depends um but i'm on a kick right now so you'll probably hear from me next week and if you like this episode or the podcast in general please leave us a review or a rating it's greatly appreciated um but with that i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and i will talk to you all soon bye